Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. Listen to our shows on our Watchman Alert Radio Network or WARN, W-A-R-N. You can listen to our WARN Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. WARN Radio is now on these platforms. Amazon Prime, Music and Podcast, that's a new one. Also Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, and Anchor. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. The testimony and faith of Jesus Christ, the gospel of life given to all people so that they would repent and believe on Jesus Christ, the faith and testimony of Jesus Christ at the time of the end. Many will not come to Christ to find life eternal. Heaven's Victory in Jesus' Name Heaven's Victory in Jesus' Name is a phrase that delivers to us victory today. Christ did not come to deliver you tomorrow or next week for your sins. He is a right now Savior and the Lord of all lords. The Highway of Our God Governments of men have their agenda. Here the Lord God called the end from the beginning he also gave his born-again children a look into the future. It is called prophecy. <clears throat> Heavenly Signs, Prophecy, and America Heavenly Signs, Prophecy, and America remind us that we are well through 2021, maybe 22. Former signs remind us today how pertinent they were to what is going on. The summer was hot, the politics extremely bad. Latest posts on warn-usa.com Upright Justice Judgment Isaiah's Prophetic Book Part 54 on Battle Lines Upright Justice Judgment are be held in the eyes of the Lord as God sent Judah into captivity for her sins after 70 years and their release from Babylon, the sins were forgiven and paid for. Christian Faith Resistance USCIR on Pakistan Somalia Violence Biblical Plagues Lawlessness End Days from Warren Radio Christian Faith Resistance relates closely to the monitoring by the United States Commission on International Religious Persecution. And be sure to get your book, The Rising, by Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. The Rising details a takeover of America. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith. We continue the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper. He battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him and America. Can Mac save the United States? Find out by getting your copy of The Rising. And be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com where you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature The Rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our Vision Media. Now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. 
Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's... Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's always good to be here. I'm thankful that we can still come together, because one day we may not be able to, the way things are going. So I'm thankful to be here. Well, you know, that's true. Never know, especially the way things are going. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, we've, uh, I wrote, I had a book, wrote, uh, well, I've written several books, but the latest is The Rising. And it has a lot of prophecy in it, a lot of things. It was written before COVID. And uh, a lot of the things that I wrote into the book actually um, came to happen. It was a foreshadow of what actually happened. Some of the things. So, uh, and it's another part of the Steel series. And it all deals with those who are trying to destroy America which is part of a global plan. But in it, I do have some surprising things. And I also have, you know, a person that resembles the Dark One. He could be the Dark One, but I'm not going to give it away. And uh, he winds up doing something, and you find out how the globalists uh, come into this. So uh, check out The Rising. And by the way, you can find The Rising on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play, Angus and more. I mean, Angus and Robertson. And The Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. As well as other places. And uh, don't forget where we... you know, got her published at. It's sitting over there. Matter of fact, you can pick it up just about anywhere they sell books because this is available. And uh, so check out The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. There's a lot of titles with The Rising in it, but look for The Rising with Dana Glenn Smith. And so we are starting out with If You Do Not Believe, I Am He. And this is a phrase that the Lord spoke directly um, to the Jews and those who were gathered listening to him. And it's also an article. And you can find this over on Dana Glenn Smith or warn-usa.com. It is here, and this is within this article, it is here a life-changing decision. For many Western Christians who believe in Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach is his Hebrew Messianic name. Yet I am he, the Messiah which is to come, he said. And of course, if you do not believe, then you will die in your sins. That's the other part of that. The battle for truth is in the world today, and it was in the world today at the time when Christ was on this planet, walking around, talking to the Jews first. Today we have radical Islamists. You didn't have Islamists back then, in the time of the Lord. He had other enemies. But these Islamists, as we've reported over the years and as the news have reported and as we have seen, 
They kill, rape, and terrorize others who are not Islamic. In this article, you'll find that the battle and the word of God also meet a Muslim man who had questions on truth. And that's what really makes this article interesting. And also, we have found in our own shows and our own coverage that uh, there are many Muslims and Hindus and others coming to the Lord and associated many times with appearances and signs and miraculous events today going on. And the truth about all of this comes from all of our years in reaching out to persecuted Christians worldwide. And you may not think, living in America the way America is, that many Muslims are coming to Yahshua or Jesus Christ, but they are. And there are also a lot that are not. In America, while division and hatred seem the rule of the day, and also, and also, well, you could add quite a few other things to that. In America, we need to ask ourselves, does our own society really know the truth? And frankly, I don't think it does. You know, Tower? No, I don't believe it does either, because look at how much lawlessness and sin and wickedness is going on. And I don't even think <clears throat> that the politicians or the president knows. I really don't. I don't think they want to know. Some, sometimes I don't think they want to know. No. No, they don't. And uh, that would bring up the question, then how many are lying to themselves about being a true believer in Jesus Christ? That's right. And when the Lord was topic, talking to the Jews, and he said, I am he, unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins, he said. And that same thing applies today. Unless you believe he is who he says he is, the only begotten Son of God, the Messiah which is to come, the Redeemer of all men, then you will die in your sins. And you can say, well, I don't believe it, and that's fine. You can say that. But that isn't going to help you when you get before the Lord. And the other thing we look at, and that's the fruits of our society. And when we look at those again, Tower, we find out that true Christianity seems to be missing here. Yes, sir. That is a fact. Yes, it is. Now, there, you know, I, I believe that, that there are churches and pastors and Christians that are true believers in this country. But I also believe there's many who are nominal Christians who've never been born again. And they've gotten caught up in the general uh, fervor of the Christian world without becoming born again. And you must be born again to the Spirit. John chapter 3. You must receive him. John chapter 1. And you must walk in the light as he is in the light. 1 John 1. And confession of sin is also included. Romans 3 through 7. So there are biblical pointers for us. And it also says that my spirit will bear witness that your spirit that you are a child of God. And that's what happens. And the Spirit of God bears witness with me a lot. And if you seek him with all your heart, you will find him. That's right. Amen. Now this article, I am he, Yeshua, to believe or not believe, it's not going to answer the issues in America. Except the one truth that this article represents, whether it's a Muslim, a Hindu, or other faith, it's the same truth for everybody. Yeshua is he, the Messiah, the Son of 
our God and Father, who is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In our language, we call him Jesus Christ. In Greek, it was Ehesus. And around the world, other believers have different pronunciations. But the Lord knows your heart. You need to call him him. Tell them for me that I have come, that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Testify that you know me and are in me and I am in you, just as I am in all my children. Now that little last phrase was a word from the Spirit of God as I was writing this some time ago. You can believe you can disbelieve. But this article you can find I am he Yeshua on our warn-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com. Now we do have new websites for both of them and I've got some more tweaking to do but they're pretty much done. They're up. They've been up but um, I put on some new faces and things on them. So check them out. Warren-USA.com, DanaGlennSmith.com. Now it's kind of interesting that uh, tower we have as an as the next story Iran because Iran has been in the news. Oh, lots lately. And you know it is you know for years and years as we've covered the shows. It has always been pretty much a foregone conclusion that Christians, or let's say not Christians, but uh, Iranians, the young people, did not like their type of society. And I think part of that's due to the fact again because of the internet yes they've had access to the outside world and they want their country to be more like the outside world they don't like to be controlled that's right of course I don't know who does like to be controlled and of course they're trying to control everybody so when we talk about the globalists they just don't want to control America but America is on their hit list as number one and Joe Biden, and there's a number of Republicans, and they are diehard globalists. And, and uh, Soros has a big payroll of Republicans as well as Democrats. And he also funds, the last time I, I checked, was 250 different organizations to push this globalist ideal. That's just wrong. Yeah. And so somewhere he's getting the money to do it. He already has a lot of money, so maybe he has enough money to do that the rest of his life. Who knows? And of course, again, we're talking about Iran. And, uh, you know, just now, they begin to say out of Iran that they're going to stop some of the things that they're doing to, that, that cause these things. But uh, make no mistake, the increasing persecution of Iranian, of Iranian Christians has largely gone unnoticed by the media, as it has. I mean, they, they don't find that in Pakistan or in India and many other places much. Now, we mention it. And you'll find a number of other Christians, you know, quite a few of them, that cover this stuff. Um, It gets around, but your main news media almost always shuts up about it. I don't know why, they just don't want to talk about it. Iran's, uh, well, there's a couple ministries here. Heart for Iran, they have a TV uh, broadcasts into there on Mohabbat and 
Nazanin Bagistani. And she's saying this, and I'm hesitating because I'm wondering if if I said that correct. But it's, you know, being as I'm not uh, Persian, <coughs> I don't speak their language. I don't know why. We've been hearing from inside the country how the government is just raiding houses, she says. Well, I suggest, well, it says she, so it is a she. They're finding believers. They're unexpectedly barging into the houses and confiscating everything, including their belongings and furniture. And after the raids, the police warn Christians not to tell anyone and punish them more harshly if the word gets out. They don't want to look bad in the international media. The police see uh, Christianity as a threat to the stability of the Islamic Republic. And it's only the opposite. And uh, this woman says, they say you're not worthy anything. You should not you should not, yeah, their English is kind of messed up, yeah. you should not, you should be a beggar because you become a Christian. <coughs> you don't deserve to have this stuff. They say you were trash, you should be on the street. That's and horrible. they tell them, leave the country or we will imprison you for 10 years. They say Christians would be a bad influence on their neighbors. They're going to Christian their family or Christian the neighborhood and the community so they don't want them there. To avoid pr prison, many Christians have already left the country. Some are warned that the authorities have raided their houses so they leave the country quietly. And she says, thank God for the faithfulness of Iranian Christians. Ask God to strengthen them as they face rampant persecution. We must be aware of persecution inside Iran, inside families, and even remote villages. Now, see, the problem of it is, Tower, where do they go? That's right. Surround, they're surrounded by Muslim countries. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, and, and them saying that uh, they're not to tell anybody because they don't want to look bad in the international media... They're so blinded, they already look bad. Everybody knows what they're like. Yep, that's true. And of course, you can't tell them any different. Nope. And of course, that's exactly why you had the Crusades, is because of Muhammad and, and his war to conquer the world. And of course... That war has never gone away. It's been here ever since. It has been. And and um, they do not understand Christianity. Because if they did, they would want more of it in their country. Because it stabilizes the country. It does. It, make, it makes the country stronger. And so be sure to pray for Iran and pray for the Christians there. And pray for... The country that uh, God would send a revival, but uh, you run into a lot of this stuff overseas, and as Paul said, you know, to those who don't believe, the gospel is an aroma of death, but to those who do believe, it is an aroma of life, and there is no doubt about it, even in America. Uh, Christians have become targets. And of course, America is not as bad as it is in Iran and other places. But unless America wakes up, and there's a lot of young Americans that are totally pagan in their beliefs. And uh, we need to get these younger kids to wake up. And right now, it doesn't look good for for America with all the things that are going on. Oh, it doesn't. It's it's very disturbing. And so be sure to pray for America too. Pray that God would allow us to have a, a revival 
open the eyes of those who are blinded. Yes. Yes, and may we turn America around. That's what we need to do. But, you know, God has made an opera. He sent his son to die for people and to redeem them. There's no other Savior. Christ isn't going to die again for your sins. He did that once. He's coming back as Lord of Lords. He'll put down all the enemies. And he will have an everlasting kingdom. And so make no mistake about it. This is not just about, you know, becoming a Christian. This is really about understanding that Yahshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, the Son of God, the King of Kings, and he died for your sins, and you need to receive him. If you don't want to receive him, believe on him, uh, you know, that's your business. But you would think you would want to save your life and those of your children. But there's a lot of blinded people in the world, including leaders. And in our country, we have a plethora of blinded leaders, blinded political servants. We have entire states that have turned themselves over to a godless mass of lawlessness. And uh, with our border open, we get, you know, enemies across that border all the time. And so America, for the most part, you know, if America goes under, there's no other place to run to, to be safe and live in a free country. And that's why they want to destroy America so bad. Because once they destroy us, it's done. America will never come back. Yep. That's sad. America, as you know, it will cease to exist. And for many, like myself, America's already ceased to exist. The America that I knew and Tower knew when we were growing up and when we first got married, that America doesn't exist anymore. Nope. And so we're watching a scenario unfold upon America that is gut-wrenching that we don't want to see, but yet it's happening. So it's time for America to make that decision. And it's time for Christians to make that decision whether they're going to really stand up. And it's time for the churches to stand up. That's right. You know, when I was reading um, the articles the one heaven's victory in Jesus name you know it says is a phrase that delivers to us victory today and Christ did not come to deliver you tomorrow or next week for your sins he is a right now savior and the lord of all lords I um as I was reading that I was thinking you know we're not promised tomorrow that's right or next week we're not guaranteed any of these days and today is the day of salvation today is the day if you don't know the Lord, you need to make it right with him today. Today. Because you're not promised tomorrow. Nope. The tomorrows, you know. And he's there waiting for you with open arms. He's waiting for you to say yes to him. Yep. Today. Are don't, you Don't put it off and don't wait. Are you That's good thoughts. Good talk. Yep. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. This uh, story comes to us from ChristianNewsWire.com. It's the Lewis Palau Association. And 14 years ago, renowned evangelist Lewis Palau's historic campaign in Argentina's capital city of Buenos Aires Oh, this is 14 years after. So the Palau Association returned to deliver the same message of hope to a new generation of Argentines, this time led by Louis Palau's son, Andrew Palau. Excuse me. Standing in front of a sea of people in Buenos Aires, iconic Bosque de Palomaro, 
um, Paller Mall. I'm not saying this right, I'm sorry. On the final night of the citywide campaign, evangelist Andrew Palau shared about the abundant life found only in Jesus and invited the crowd into a personal relationship with the living God. The November 19th event was a fitting capstone to the historic campaign that united more than a thousand churches and reached more than 200,000 people in person. Millions were reached through radio, television, and social media. In total, <clears throat> excuse me, in total, the Palau Association recorded more than 20,000 responses to the gospel as a result of the evangelistic campaign. <clears throat> In the weeks leading up to the festival, the Palau Association worked with local leaders to coordinate multiple outreaches throughout the city. Events included gatherings for prisoners, meetings with high-ranking government officials, and a dinner for more than 1,000 businesses and civic leaders. Andrew's wife, Wendy, led two large outreaches for women in the cities of La Montenza and Belgrano reaching more than 3,200 women in total. As in all cases in all Palau campaigns, a special emphasis was placed on local leadership. The Palau, the Palau Association spent more than three years, <clears throat> excuse me, three years planning this campaign, gathering pastors, evangelists, and believers from throughout the region and empowering them with tools and opportunities to use their own gifts to further the unity of the church and the work of the kingdom. Andrew and Wendy Palau personally joined in the effort during the week of the festival, hosting a gathering of more than 600 pastors and church leaders for a night of encouragement and teaching, as well as gathering for more than 150 young evangelists from throughout the region. The festival was built on decades of committed ministry in Latin America from Andrew's, Andrew's parents, Louis and Pat Palau. While Louis faced constant opposition when he first started preaching the gospel on the streets of his hometown in Argentina seven decades ago, there has been a dramatic change in the receptivity of the gospel and the growth of the church in recent years. And Andrew was saying it was such a privilege to be back in Argentina where God had used dad and mom and our team so powerfully so, for so many years. Many faithful believers have given their lives for this region. They were faithful to the Lord's calling and planted many gospel seeds. And now to see the fruit of their hard work and to be able to take part in the great harvest, it's humbling and thrilling. And the culminating festival, taking place over two days in the heart of Buenos Aires, features Latin American artists from Argentina, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, Spain, Mexico, Colombia, and the USA. It also included the Children's Festival on Saturday, November 19th, as well as a large health clinic for the city's homeless pop population. While local leaders continue to follow up with each new believer, the Palau Association will move on to support similar campaigns across the globe. Upcoming festivals over the next 12 months include San Jose, Costa Rica, Austin, Texas, Klamath Falls, Oregon, Teesside, England, Nairobi, Kenya, Montevideo, Uruguay, and Cairo, Egypt. So that's exciting, Dana, what's going on. In that, with that ministry. Well, it is. <clears throat> and uh, his dad, you know, uh, he did, you know, do interviews here in America. And he did address issues here in America. He did. it. It's amazing that it took, you know, that they planned it for three years. Well, they also need a lot of money. They do. And because these things are not cheap. And, uh, you know, uh, Franklin Graham uh, does stuff all the time. You know, he's just, you know, wherever there's a problem, their people go out with food and whatever the people need. Uh, he also does crusades in other nations. 
He does crusades here in America. But, uh, you know, I don't know exactly how many others do crusades. But uh, the bottom line of it is, is we need more than a crusade. We need right. serious revival. We need serious intervention. And we need people to repent seriously. Yes, we do. Amen. But uh, thank God for the Palau Association and others like them. May God bless them and keep them. And uh, may all the believers that are new uh, really do dig into the word and and draw close to him. That's that's what we need. But the enemy, we're coming up, you know, we are in the end times as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, you know, the way things are going in America, Americans are not going to have it like they used to have it. The, America's changed. We have too many people that are pagans. We have too much wicked influence upon our kids and too little influence from Christian organizations and Christians, too little power, um, you know, and, and that's a big point because a lot of kids will go to Satanism because they see greater power in that than they do, you know, in other things. Like, you know, and, and I've heard this from testimony of these kids you know, they they will serve the devil because there's more power there than Christianity. And so, it's a sad state of affairs. Yes, it is. Next, we go to, the, to Somalia. This comes out of Mission Network News. It is mnnonline.org. A good little uh, news uh, site where you can go. Uh, and many ministries can use that and do use this. And if you have a ministry, you can get on it. And uh, th they have these things from all over. And there's a number of others. We have a whole list. We've even we we get a list of new people, uh, new organizations all the time. We've got an extensive list. So in Somalia, Christians, again, are facing harsh persecution. Uh, now see, Christians always face persecution. But if you're a Muslim and you convert to Christianity, it's even worse. And that's why, like in Iran, the Christians usually get out of Iran, they get out of Somalia... And they take their family and try to find someplace safe. There's nothing wrong with that. And so the question came up though, how can the Somali church grow when society <coughs> treats believers so poorly? So in comes Jacob who is a partner with the Voice of the Martyrs Canada. He says Christians outside Somalia are eager to, eager to help the church grow. But see, there is an issue here when, when you're talking about missions and ministries overseas. You know, you do not want to do this. You need local indigenous churches in these areas. You don't need an American church. You need an indigenous church of born-again believers who know this, the presence of the Lord and the word of the Lord and are indeed born-again believers. And, and this is the one thing that comes out in this article. And that's what this, this thing says. But they need to let Somali Christians do it within their own culture. And don't force them to behave in what you think is a traditional way. Jesus did not come to change the culture. And this is, a, this is something that, that America did wrong. 
yes. with the American Indians and others. Um, and, uh, you know, they forced them, you know. And, of course, you got to remember there was a war. There was the wars that, you know, the American Indian was a very, very uh, tough foe. And so there was a war between the Indian people and those that came to America and eventually bought up the land. That's what they did because the land was owned by other people and even the Indians probably didn't know it was. But uh, at any rate, and so Jacob says, Jesus proclaims his message within culture. It doesn't matter if I'm meeting with the left or right hand. Am I eating? That's the thing. So, however you do it, as long as it follows the gospel. Some ministries or denominations expect the Somali church to look like Western churches. And... See, this is another problem. And and we we do have a problem in America with churches because the church are the believers. The temple of God is within us. The only reason your churches, you know, we look, oh, that's a great church, great revivals there. The only reason you get a great revival is the Lord said, where two or more are gathered in my name. And why is that? Because they are the temple of God. The Spirit of God dwells in them. And when you get two or three of Christians that are true Christians, born again, the Spirit of God is within them. The Lord said that. That's gospel. And they can have church right there, wherever they're at. See, and that is so important. You know, and you're not going to get saved just because you have some minister dude comes up and sprinkles water on your head. You must be born again by the Spirit, not by the efforts of man. Read John chapter 1 and read it good. And so, Jacob was saying that the Somali Christians actually built their own networks. And uh, we have a lot of believers who are connecting with others in the various regions. And pray for the networking to be even stronger. Well, see, today, because of the Internet Tower, you can do that even in Somalia. They're doing this all over the world where they can get together and communicate. I know. That's exciting. It's good. Now, next Thank year, uh, the WIBR Warren Radio will be in its 25th year. And over all the years, we've had someone to our website from just about every country in the world. And it's important to understand that the network is built to get information and help to people. That's why we have the advocacy program, which is what this one is. Because we advise, we tell people where the needs are. We urge them to support, in some way, ministries with boots on the ground. That's very important. And so that is what we're going to continue to do with this broadcast. Because it's more important than ever. And when we get to the point in America when it falls and Christians really begin to suffer here, we're going to have to find another way to have a network in this country. So make no mistake, this thing isn't over by a long shot. And we have millions of people to try to reach and save and wake up. We have churches that we need to get finances and buildings. You know, I remember one church tower that uh, the pastor told us we need to build this these people a, uh, a home because it was destroyed. And I said, well, what are you going to build out of it? He said, we want to use cinder blocks. And he says, if you send us 50 bucks, we can build them a house. And I thought, for 50 bucks, they can have a house. <laughs> we sent them 50 bucks, and they sent us a picture. See, folks, you and me living in America or the Western world, you know, you can afford to spend $50. You can afford to spend 100 and even 500 and help these people. 
because these Christians overseas will reach out and help others. And they will do it in their own way, not the American way. And so we come to one table. All of us are building one building. And that building is the body of Christ, bringing the hearts and minds of believers together as we pray for one another, strengthen one another, and share our resources. That's what Jacob says. So, remember Jacob and the Somali Christians and pray for all these places we've discussed. Yes, amen. They need the prayer. They need help. Now, we do have one, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but I wanted to talk about it. And the reason I want to talk about Red Wave school boards uh, and... You know, Trump made a lot of appointments for people to run. But there's some of them that he didn't appoint. And that was for the school boards. But a hundred plus school boards flipped red nationwide out of liberal hands into conservative. Good. And so... We've had all kinds of things going on in America. And the one thing that you need is to get the school boards back to a conservative and stop all this nonsense that they're doing with the wokeism and everything else. You want to be woke? Become born again and know Jesus, Yahshua. That's about as woke as you need to be and you'll be so awakened and full of peace and joy and love, you know, you won't be able to believe it. That's for sure. So Unbelievable. I wanted to just touch on that. Some of the school boards were flipped in Michigan, Maryland, North Carolina, South Carolina, New Jersey, and Florida. And so every school board they were able to flip makes a huge impact on their on their communities. That's that's a true fact. That is for sure. And that was uh, Aiden Buzetti of the seventeen seventy six Project Pack. Moms for Liberty backed more than 250 candidates and more than half won. Wow. And of the 50 or so candidates endorsed by the 1776 project, one-third were successful. And, of course, Trump backed quite a few candidates. And he had a tremendous record. And for the Democrats or anybody to say that, this, that, that it was a failure is wrong. That's just not the truth. But see, we have a problem with the truth in politics today. And it seems like there's a plague of lying and deception in the Democratic Party and in the Republican Party. And Mitch McConnell was part of that problem. And so when we are divided... It doesn't help us. And when you are divided to the point that your elections are not fair, then while we're fighting among ourselves, an enemy will come and destroy us all. And if America goes down, as I've said before, there's not another one around. And we need to wake up and understand America is not always going to be here there's a lot of enemies a lot of trouble so pray accordingly now we've got about eight minutes you want to do that you want yes to do I, I do okay go ahead this is um, Armenian Christians the story comes to us via Barnabas org. 
And there's courageous Christians in war-torn Nargano, Karabakh. And they need your help. And your gift will bring hope and practical help to families in long-suffering villages across the enclave. Imagine a village with a population of 109. The village school has just three students. More than 250 acres in the village pasture land have been seized by Azerbaijan armed forces. The remaining pastures are too dangerous to use because the Azerbaijani military are so close. This beleaguered village is in the Martuni region of Nargano-Karabakh and its brave inhabitants are Armenian Christians. And maintaining a Christian presence there are many such villages in the region. An Armenian enclave within majority Muslim-majority Azerbaijan, their inhabitants are determined to stay in the land that Armenian Christians have inhabited for many centuries and which is full of historic Christian places of worship. And during a brief war in September and October of 2020, Azerbaijan took territory from the Armenian Christian population and took more again in August of 2022. The civilians are repeatedly threatened and sometimes attacked, and on November 18th, a farmer on his tractor in another village was shot by the Azerbaijani forces. Thankfully, he was not hurt, but his tractor was damaged. <clears throat> and the area of Nargano-Karabakh is famous for its honey and beekeeping, is a way for our persecuted Armenian brothers and sisters to support themselves. And um, the Christian villages need new ways to port, support themselves since their world changed so radically two years ago. Livelihood can be matched to their situation. Where there is safe pasture, we can give sheep. Where there is less, we can give pigs. Beehives are even more compact. And you can make a gift to BarnabasAid.org to help these people in these regions and to strengthen them and encourage them in their faith and to strengthen the Christian um, presence in that region. And so please pray for these people. And if you feel led, please go to BarnabasAid.org. That's right. Because, uh, you know, we can do this. So be sure and do it. And, and that's why when we're doing these broadcasts, very few times do I mention about support or sending money to us. Matter of fact, in the whole 25 years, we've been self-supporting. And we have deliberately, you know, done without in order to do what God has called us to do. And we've had people help us. And we, and we do have people helping us. And we're very thankful for that. Yes, we are. Without but, them. But the thing of it is, is we are doing this show and we want and hope and pray that through this show, people will contact these ministries and get help to these areas of Christians. And pray for the believers worldwide. Go through the countries one by one as God puts them on your heart. Because the Lord pays attention to who you're praying for. So, uh, I think this is important, Tower. It is very important. We need to help our brothers and sisters in America and around the world. And see, these people are still able to live, but there's those areas where... The Christians are almost always thrown in prison, and many times they're put in a dark, dank dungeon somewhere and forgotten. And I, you know, years ago I started praying for these kind of people, and I knew they were out there. And I did find out directly from a, a witness about that kind of thing. 
And so it's important to understand there's a supernatural power involved here. And uh, we see it moving all the time. And so these words go out over the airwaves, they go through the network globally. And, uh, you know, these Christians are not asking to overthrow a country. All they want to do is live peaceably and raise their families. But for a little bit, you can give pigs or sheep or buy a beehive with bees to help support them. See, you do that because that way they have a way to make a living. So at any rate, you know, Tower, we're going to close her out. we got a few minutes to talk here, but I don't think there's any greater need right now worldwide than to get some help. And we know, we, the stories have come into us many times over the years. And uh, one story came out of India where the local authorities wouldn't give any aid to the Christians and they were told simply, let your other Christians and other nations help you. We're not going to. It's pretty cold hearted. Yeah. And if you're in India, many of the Christians are in one of the lowest castes, and so they don't care at all. You know, the Hindus that oppress them. Well, you know what I've seen um, in, this, in this economy where things are really tight and prices have gone up, you know, due to inflation and families are struggling. I've seen people, they've been more generous in giving. People that are struggling have been giving more. Yeah. And God will bless you. He will. Don't give away your rent money, but find ways to help through prayer or even five bucks will make a big difference in somebody's life. Yep. And the title of this show is Persecuted Gospel Cross, Christian Targets, Iran, and Sudan. And uh, I don't, we didn't get to the Sudan story today. We'll get to it next week. Yeah, there's other stories I wanted to read too, but we can do that next week. So, um. And so there, there we go. Okay, I want to thank. Another show. Yep. We're going to have to get out of here. I want to thank you all for joining us whenever you do. Remember your hope is in the Lord, not in this world. Stay safe. Keep your blinders on and fo stay focused on Jesus. Yep. And we love you and we pray for you. And we always hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. May God make his face to shine upon you and bless you. And pray for us and your brethren around the world. And we pray for you and thank God for you, for each and every one of you. We love you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. You can contact us through our contact page on the websites. We also have in-depth shows. And we have a lot of in-depth articles for teaching and understanding. This is the Watchman. Shalom. Good night, everybody. Look unto the Lord. Good night. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Lucky 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.